Hey, hey, namaste, my fellow Marvelous Nerds. We are the Marvel Mythos Podcast. This is Spider-Man Round Robin. We're going to be talking The Amazing Spider-Man issues 353 to 358. Today I'm joined by my good friends Liz Sparks. Howdy. And Dave Embry. Hey. So this one is a little bit different than the last one that we covered, where it's actually just one full story arc spread out over six issues. The first one that we did was like three different stories all crammed into like five or six issues. So I feel a little bit better about this one than the last time. I kind of uh, liked the story for the most part. It felt more entertaining, I think, than the ones that we read before. But uh, what, did, what did you guys think? I agree. Yeah, I like this one a lot better than last time. Um, just seeing the Punisher on the first page got me very happy. So, uh, But then once Nova got introduced, I, I got a little worried, but he, he wasn't in it enough to make it a drag. But yeah. What about better. you, Dave? I enjoyed it, definitely. <laughs> You hear that hesitation in uh-huh. my voice? It's because there was no doom, right? wasn't because there was no doom. That's fine. There's, I mean, come on. We've seen how many Marvel movies without doom now. And every time we have seen doom, he just, he just fails. Anywho. Yeah, this, uh, I thought the story was pretty good, but the first issue, um, was just like all exposition. Everybody just talked in exposition, just drove me crazy. It was very heavy on yeah. that. What did you think of that, Liz? Yeah, no, it was it was a little painful to get through with the first bit. Um, I thought it was really funny. There's a part where we're introduced to Jeff slash Midnight, and he like says his name out loud. Like <laughs> these aren't like thought bubbles. He's introducing himself to the Secret Empire to the people who know who he is. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, in case you forgot from five minutes ago, I'm Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was. It was definitely tough. Like, I, I was just like, man, I, I really hope, like, I was thinking to myself as I'm reading the issues, like, I, I really hope they feel the same way because, like, I was having, like, a tough time. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I was having so much fun reading those other issues. Uh, it was kind of like a slog, and I was uh, a bit um, apprehensive about starting the, the next issue. Uh, because of that but you know once it you was did, just the first issue okay so once you started the rest you were good yeah yeah for a moment there i was like oh no is it going to be like this for all six issues I-, I feel like they literally set up the entire thing just by the exposition that everybody said it was like the riddler you know <laughs> say it was he was the only person that was like narrating a whole story like he was just talking in riddles everybody was just talking exposition the entire time yeah, I I can definitely see that. I for me it wasn't as difficult because recently I've been reading a lot of the '70s comics and they are very very dialogue heavy. So it kind of felt like I was just picking up right where I left off and some of the other stuff. So it wasn't as painful for me. But I do know what you're talking about. And like the thing that was like strange to me is most of the time you get a character into the issue and they don't go through their full backstory, but like every single person was like, we want to make sure you know that this person started here. And this is like, I think it recounts like dark Hawk's origin and even like Jeff's origin and yeah. moon Knight. I think it even kind of talks a little bit about his and I'm like, okay, I get it. You want us to understand who these guys are, but it gets, it gets wordy. There were some great one liners in this though. With the exposition and things of that nature, we'll get into that in a, in a little bit. But I just want to acknowledge that it was it, that that's what got me through it. And it yeah. was really repetitive as we go through the issues. Like it, the first one was the worst, but it felt like I know every issue is someone's first issue, but I felt like I was hearing the same story from everybody over and over again for 
that however game, many we did. Oh man, yes. Spider Man throughout some of these issues. Yeah. You just kept talking about how his uncle Ben died. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like guys, like, you know, if you don't know by now, not for the reader, but like everybody else, like I wish Moon Knight would have been like, All right, all right, already. <laughs> like we we know. Come on. Do they do that in every story arc? Because we had it last time, we have it in this one. Oh, well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We didn't see Uncle Ben this time, but we might see him in the next couple of we issues. We might as well have seen him. Yeah, that we might as well strong, have seen him. Yeah. Like, if, well, all those times that he mentioned Uncle Ben equates to one Uncle Ben appearance. <laughs> There you go. It was mentioned a lot. I'm actually a little surprised that we didn't see a flashback to his wrestling days when Aunt May was watching wrestling. Yeah, I know. I, I couldn't scene. believe that. I was like, <laughs> well, what was so funny about that part. So I was like, well, first of all, uh, Sam Raimi, Spider-Man 1, was Aunt May watching Bonesaw and Spider-Man fight each other? That was my would, question. Would yeah. she have been so supportive of her her nephew kicking Bonesaw's ass? <laughs> Which was Macho Man Randy Savage, by the way. <clears throat> I was super pumped about that as a kid. Super confused, though. I was like, that's Macho Man, not Bonesaw. <laughs> Anyways, tangent. <laughs> tangent. Uh, one of my uh, favorite things afterwards, this is when Spider-Man lickety splits from Aunt May's house. Mm. And, like, time had passed. She goes, oh, I guess I just lost track of time watching <laughs> watching wrestling. The Incredible Hunkster. Yeah, the Incredible was- <laughs> Hunkster. 20 men, in a, 20 men in a cage. Like, she was... You know how like Spider-Man when his spider senses tingle? Like we've seen it a few times uh, in, throughout this arc, where he like turns around and he sees something. When wrestling comes on, Aunt May did the same exact thing. You, did you you guys remember that? Yep. She's like, oh, wrestling, and she had big dramatic face, big dramatic panel, and everything. She was just watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a Russell special episode of Just Aunt May built actually, into this. <laughs> I was literally going to plug the Russell special right now for that reason. Just hey, hey, Travis, if you're listening, you need to record an episode on Aunt May. Uh, but uh, yeah, I better so, be there, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's one of my actual favorite scenes in the entire arc was the whole Aunt May watching wrestling. And then how long was he, he was gone forever? So how long was that daggone event? Like I, I have no idea. But but the thing was is like. Uh, for watching Aunt, like Mary Jane and his relationship, like in this thing, he's like gotta go and all this stuff. She's just kind of there now. It's so different than last story arc. It's, yeah, it it very like much just, is. Why is she so compliant? Yeah, what she, happened? <laughs> she's so like accepting of it. And then like she was like a little like housewife like later on, like making him dinner. Yeah, and, like in between it, just splits like. Where'd he go? I guess he's off saving people again. Yeah, it feels like they just dropped all the frustration that she had from what was going on before, and she's totally fine with everything, which I don't get. But is it the same writer? Did any? I, I, I didn't, didn't look at attention. that. I, I should. I should have. Yeah, I should have. I think it is. Yeah. But uh, I did find it interesting that actually kind of amusing how the women were used in this. It's not what we're accustomed to these days, and obviously it was the '90s, but. Did um did you have any problems with that, Liz? Um, well, I'm trying to think of who all the women were in this. We have Mary Jane and mm-hmm. Aunt May, and then well, we have Lynn. Yeah, so eventually we have Lynn. We have Marlene. I think is the oh, name for Moon Knights, yeah. and then we have Silhouette. And yeah, I have mixed feelings about Lynn. So I think she has a lot of potential to be a really good villain. I liked the whole, like, she was putting on the whole I'm a weak woman front, and then we find out she's, like, the biggest badass of the entire fight. She's a big <laughs> cyborg. I did, did you see the cyborg thing coming, Dave? Uh, 
Not really. I mean, her face melted off like at the end, like <laughs> like, Ar- like Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Wow, she's a cyborg." Uh, you know, good f- good for her. And then, <laughs> then for whatever her. reason, like uh, Ben, I guess uh, he was just so disgusted by it. He's like, "You're supposed <laughs> to be my human girlfriend," yeah. sort of sort of side thing. You talking about Midnight or Jeff? Midnight mm-hmm. or what, what? His real name's like. Jeff, Jeff, right? Jeff. Is or it Wildy yeah. or Wild? I would just wild. say Wild. I'll just say Wild or Wildy, whichever okay. you prefer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was very disgusted. Like, what are you doing? You're mean, how? Like, I, I'm surprised there wasn't a panel that was <gasps> like when her face came off. <laughs> her face was great when it came off, though. She yeah. looked fierce. Yeah. So you, so you liked that turn. I was at that point. I honestly felt like there was so much going on in these that I kind of wanted it to be ending and then it just shifted and i'm like oh so now we've got a new villain here but the whole thing that got people to do what she was saying is because she had like some symbol of the number one on her yeah, that worked for me. I don't know. well yeah. I, I feel like uh like she answered to number one and whatever number one like did like or said went but also brian come on man anything could happen at this point we're you were really surprised that that turned <laughs> okay no <laughs> after everything Valid. that's happened Oh, and the the uh, the puns, the puns. Oh my goodness, that that was just something I I, uh, I don't know. I couldn't get over that. I which, mean, which ones? I mean, all of them, man. Like there are <laughs> like specifically. Uh, there's some good ones, and there's some real stinkers in here. I yeah. got some. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes. It's it's later towards the end. Um, We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. So the first issue, we get a lot of like Darkhawk. I think uh, so. Jeff is assigned by the Secret Empire to go break Wrecking Ball out of prison or out of jail, and Darkhawk just randomly happens to be at the jail, and uh, so we get a whole issue with Darkhawk fighting the uh, Midnight, and then Spider-Man shows up because it's his comic. Well, when Darkhawk and Midnight meet, it reminded me of uh, that scene in Step Brothers, like. Uh, He's like, you know, call, call me what, what they called each other in, uh, in Step Brothers. But whenever they met, he goes, anyways, I'm Darkhawk. And you are, he's like, call me Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the correlation. I didn't think of that, but I can see that. I even correlation. wrote it down on my phone, like Step Brother vibes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we get Darkhawk and, uh, and Midnight fighting. I think there was some... An experience that was shown by Darkhawk where he's throwing stuff into the crowd. I think he like flings a flying saucer towards a building thinking he's doing the right thing. And Spider-Man has to help him. And I think that's how they get away. I can't remember. Yeah. But I do believe that's that's how they get away. Uh, you see Spider-Man, I guess he's probably early 20s at this point, And it's funny because he's wanting to mentor a little high schooler or what he thinks is a high schooler. Because Darkhawk seems so inexperienced and young. He's really like calling him kid and everything. Yeah. And it's like his, he just sees himself, I guess. And he's trying to mentor him. But anyway, I think that's the, the main parts of the first issue. And then I guess, uh, so let's see, we have pretty much everybody show up from that point on a bunch of like what I would consider B listers that was outside of Punisher. Before we move on, I want to talk about dark arc a little bit more. Okay. Okay. So dark. He, he's got a lot of power to be a little high school boy. He does. I really want him to turn bad <laughs> at some point down the line because he's a very obvious parallel to Spider-Man. I mean, the whole, yeah, getting his powers when he's young. He says Zowie when he becomes <laughs> Darkhawk. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
Um, and I really want to see an evil foil of Spider-Man just to kind of see how that journey would have gone if he had gone bad. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he didn't seem to take the advice at the end, did he? I don't remember him taking Spider-Man's advice very he's well. Like, I believe he's like, uh, he's like, oh yeah, he's like, it's pretty good advice. Maybe I'll consider it or something mm-hmm. like that. Like he throws it away almost. But. He's a 16-year, I'm assuming, or something around 16-year-old boy. Well, hey, he's not going to take advice from... He gave him the, the Uncle Ben with great... <laughs> You know, power comes great responsibility. That affected Peter. Who, who knows? It did. But he's Dark Hawk. We're, we're going to be reminded of that Uncle Ben quote probably every single story. Oh, arc. we will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we retread that a lot. Uh, so we find out a little bit later that uh, they wanted Wrecking Ball, I think, to uh, upgrade him as well because he used to have superpowers or whatever. Wait, wait. Do yeah. you mean? Thunderball? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Thunderball. Yes, I'm mixing up Wrecking Crew with Thunderball. It's terrible namings. But uh, yeah, they want to upgrade Thunderball. And uh, Midnight acts like a little kid throwing a tantrum because they want to upgrade somebody else, uh, which is really pathetic. To be to be frank, I, I lost interest with Midnight the further this went on. I don't know if you guys felt the same or not, but... I, I went back and forth throughout the whole episode because... Or issue. At the beginning, I kind of had a more of a sense that he was in less control of his body than he actually was by there's a a line in there where it's like he doesn't necessarily agree of what the orders are but he like all he can do is like his gears are turning or something like that i thought Mm. he was more of a mind stuck inside a machine body but uh he became much less interesting when he turned into a a man child (laughs) do you agree dave yeah yeah absolutely yeah it was I didn't care for it. I liked him. The first couple of times we were introduced to him where he's fighting, you know, hand to hand with no weapons and he's taking him out. I'm like, this is kind of entertaining. And then as it just went on, I just felt like he was just a whiny brat. I mean, well, well, there are moments with all these characters, like while I was reading this arc, it's like, this is a Spider-Man book, right? Like, because he's so sparse throughout, like, the arc itself. I mean, there's the stuff with Aunt May and Mary Jane and things like that that are questionable. We'll get back to that later, but uh, but they have to remind you, like at each introduction and end of uh, of these issues, there's a little thing that's like, you know, after all, it is Spider-Man's book. Yeah, yeah. it's the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, over and over. And I don't know. I I'm trying to think if I heard that the Amazing line back then was more of a team-up line because there were like three or four Spider-Man. Uh, franchises or books going on at the time so maybe some of those are more solo but it is definitely hard to see this as being his book because he isn't it kind of rare yeah, it was all about midnight and you know dark hawk and all that stuff and the, the secret empire who uh they they take the advice of thunderball he tells them hey don't try and upgrade villains don't try and get them because and this is what this is what stood out to me about the whole thing Thunderball tells them to avoid using villains because they don't work well as a team. And the heroes always win because they work as a team. And if you pay attention to like the first five issues of this arc, the heroes are not working as a team and they keep failing. Well, that's the overarching story of this whole thing is are the villains going to get themselves together and become a cohesive team or are the superheroes going to get together first and become a team? That's the whole conflict of the the story it is it is and it's all summed up in his one one line i think they only say it one time but uh they sum it up for you there and uh yeah so 
he talks them into going for some young impressionable kids more or less so that's when they i think try to go after Oof. nova wasn't it yeah wait okay sorry i know we're backtracking but okay. um before okay when we're first introduced to elliot franklin yep the super beefy scientist um I think it's hilarious how Midnight breaks him out because he doesn't let <laughs> Elliot walk ever. <laughs> He's just this giant guy, and Midnight just carries him around like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, he just grabs him like by the shirt, and he's like, let's go. And there's a panel where he's just kind of almost like flailing about. He's like, he's jumping over all these guys and stuff. He just has him in his arm. It's like, let's go, man. I didn't even I didn't even notice that. Yeah, no, even all. later, I, like he's not even carrying him around anywhere. He's like introducing him to the secret empire. He like just grabs this tank top, and <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of treat him like he's a little baby almost. Yeah. I which, don't know if that's an ego thing or if it's just. <laughs> I think so because he does seem very egotistical throughout this thing. Like everything's all about him, and or maybe he's like, "We'll we'll just get there faster. I just carry you like this." <laughs> I mean, it is a jailbreak, so maybe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so Elliot or Thunderball or whatever tells him to go for the young impressionable kids or whatever, and that's when I think we're introduced to Nova a little bit. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, I'm not feeling Nova at all on any of this. And then Night Thrasher on top of it, I just wasn't a fan of them. What did you think? No. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, uh, Nova's cool and all, he's got a great look, but I mean, in these Is stories, he really? he's... well. <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Okay. All right. No, you're right. All right. So like, so like later on in other stories and stuff, he he he, essentially, I guess his story uh, is better. I mean, if this is your first introduction to Nova, then I'm sorry, sorry everybody. But uh, but yeah, I, I think he's a great character later on in different stories and stuff. He's just uh, kind of comedically underused or. Um, just not that great here because, uh, in our last episode we were talking about, or he was saying like, you know, I, I work alone except with my team. <laughs> and so like his team, like his guys, like Thrasher or whatever, Night Thrasher, whatever his name is, uh, like comes to get him. He's like, Oh, Thrasher, my bro. And all that stuff, like towards the end of the book, I'm like, didn't we just read that? You know, he works alone. Like he said he was on a team, but like. I work alone. It wasn't wasn't part of the previous arc he talking about being a leader or stepping up to be the leader for the New Warriors? I don't remember. I, I don't zoned remember. out that entire part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did, and then but Night Thrasher's the leader and anyway, it's a terrible parallel, but I swear just watching Night Thrasher every single time all I thought about was John Diggle from Arrow. I don't know if you guys watch that. Shit sure sucks. It, yeah. <laughs> but that's who I thought of because it's like he has like the same mentality or attitude and he just kind of comes off, even though in this he's the leader of the New Warriors, he kind of comes off like he's the sidekick and Nova's the real real leader of mm-hmm. the group. But uh, yeah, so we have uh, Midnight Fight Nova for a while. Spider-Man coincidentally shows up. Did he talk about Uncle Ben that time? He probably. I feel like he did every time he was on the on the. He's the like, page. "Hey guys, Uncle." He doesn't even say hi. He's like, "Uncle Ben." <laughs> he just comes in. He goes, "Uncle Ben." Every time he swings in, Uncle Ben. It's like his battle cry, <laughs> or it's like uh, Joker in the Dark Knight. He's like, "You know how I got these scars?" He's like, "You know how my Uncle Ben died?" <laughs> you know what he said to me before he died? That was him in this issue or this this arc. 
Uh, but one character in this that that I think shines in just about every scene he's in is Punisher. Yep. I loved Punisher throughout this, and I don't know if it's just because I love Punisher in general, or because I just like the way they showed him, uh, like when he's roughing up the the druggie in the alleyway, and the druggie tries to shoot him in the back, and he turns and just marks him right there. Like, well, he's like also trying to educate him this entire time. <laughs> he's like double double negative son, and like beating the crap out of him. <sighs> That there, needs to be a meme on top of every English he, teacher's he desk. Goes, he goes, there's that pesky double negative again. And he grabs him by the back of his head and he smashes his face in the wall. I'm, I'm like, he's dead at this point. He just obliterated this guy's face. And then this guy, he looks like a, a bum or whatever, but he has all this like information on like the secret empire. And then like I had the same, re- like I had a reaction where I'm like, well, how would he know all that stuff? And then Punisher had the uh, same reaction. Uh, he said a two-bit punk like you. I'm surprised you knew that much. And then proceeded to, you know, beat him up. And, and then, stuff. well, then the punk tried to shoot him, right, in the back. Mm-hmm. And then he turns yeah. around and just kills him, which kind of makes him stand out as a little bit different than the other heroes. Yeah, let's talk about the violence in this one. Because yeah. compared to the story arc last year, or last oh, year, yeah. last time, it's hugely different. Which, I mean, the Punisher's in it. It's, it's got to be. But... What happened to the safety glass? How is it <laughs> such a huge... Like, we've got cops dying. we got Secret Empire people dying. All over got, the place. There, yeah. There's none of that safe landing of helicopters yeah. or anything <laughs> like that for all those incon- like for all those uh, conveniences they had. No rubber bullets, you know, like yeah, they had before. And, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe Punisher was using rubber bullets, and we just think Punisher doesn't use rubber bullets. He doesn't. Bullets. So, awesome. like, did regulations change? Why is it so different? It's just the Punisher. It, like, seriously, like, you know, I don't know if you could have him, like, going with, like, rubber bullets or something like that. I feel like you'd just say some one-liner and, like, you know, you know, this this isn't working out for me. And then he just starts, like, you know, smashing people's faces in the, you know, concrete or something. I, I do have one gripe with the Punisher throughout this, though. And that's, there's a scene, I think he's, like, breaking in through a window or something, and he's taking out a bunch of drug dealers. And he says... <laughs> He says, don't you punks realize that illegal drugs are extremely hazardous to your health? He makes a, a, a terrible joke. And then he shoots them. And then like, he shoots them. He, but then on top of it, he gets on the – I can't remember which hero, but one of the heroes in like the last issue, he's like, this is no time for jokes because they're fighting the whole crew – like the whole secret empire or whatever. I'm but like, here's the difference. And that one – There's a double negative again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. I've got nothing on that. Um <laughs> In that part, the Punisher is the one who's about to die. Okay. And in this, he's the one to control. So he can make all the puns, which that joke's not even nearly as bad as some of the... There's there's a part where Midnight asks Darkhawk if he gets his puns from Puns Are Us. Like, oh this God. is Yeah, Puns Are Us. <laughs> there's a whole panel of mathematical puns at the end of the story arc. This is, yeah, some quality writing. All right, so uh, when Midnight, like, after he said that Puns Are Us... He threw a giant thing at asphalt. He said, uh, oh, yeah. where do you get your material puns are us when you're ground zero for this hunk of asphalt? And then like Darkhawk is like, if only I knew what uh, a quip meant. Equipment. That's it. I'll use my power <laughs> blast as fault prevention. Asphalt. Get it? And he's saying this all to himself. Okay. He's, like, saying this all to himself, and then he, like, you know, hyper-beams this, like, thing out of his chest and just destroys this asphalt. <laughs> it was it was brutal. I mean, like, that's just one of many, but it's, 
Yeah, it's bad. That that might be the worst. That one's that one's pretty rough. Yeah. Oh, and he he kicks uh, one of the the guys in the face, and he goes, "Amazing feat of daring do." You groaning from my kick or my pun? He actually asked the guy. <laughs> yeah, my note is yeah, it's the pun, it's, sweetheart. <laughs> it definitely is the pun. It definitely is the pun. He suddenly turned into Robin from the '60s Batman. Oh my show. gosh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Nova is actually kind of convinced by midnight for a minute to go back with him because he gives the whole pitch, and but, but yeah. not like really convinced. It was a ploy to get into the Empire, or at least that's how I read it. Was it was all was a trick? It? I took it as at first he was like, "I'm going to go in there. I can handle myself if it ends up being bad, but I'm going to see what he has to say." But maybe not. Okay. But that's how I took it. It's no, I don't think we paid attention to this part. <laughs> so they fight a little bit more, and then Nova. Uh, anyway, he thinks that uh, Midnight is evil. He figures it out. Like, I totally get it now. You were, you know, trying to trick me the whole time. I think Darkhawk and Spider-Man get in each other's way, and then Nova, or yeah, Nova's kidnapped by Midnight at that point, and then they try to track him down, and then they ruin the Punisher's plan because like the Punisher's figured it out, and he's chilling on this this top of this building, like about to go into the Secret Empire, and that's when uh, Spider-Man and all of them show up and ruin his plan. Um, he's like, you're on my roof. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great panel though because the three heroes are jumping down in this just epic like what would look like the cover of the issue and the whole time the punisher is just like these fools i this is why i work alone because yeah you're ruining my sneak attack i have this whole stealth plan and here you guys are ruining every bit of it and then a big fight happens i think on the rooftop Mm -hmm. and there's always big fights happening like i mean most of this arc if if they're not if it's not exposition or lame puns or anything like that they're all fighting they're all fighting something. It literally is pretty much exposition, lame puns, and then fights yep. on repeat over and over again. Some and then, people love that stuff. Oh, uh, and the 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 stupid drama tension between the heroes because they're all fighting like the entire time. Uh, I think it's funny seeing all these people standing on that roof with Punisher, just in their like suits or whatever, like <laughs> Moon Knight in broad daylight. You know, <laughs> that thing must get hot. And also, like, uh, Spider-Man, just all these clowns, like, just, you know, on this rooftop, just, I, I was kind of, like, looking at it, and not not necessarily corny, but it's, like, you, could you imagine, like, Power Rangers or something, just, like, up on a rooftop in real life? Like, you just go out for break or whatever, and there's just those guys, like, you know, busting criminals down in your normal life. I, I don't even know what I would do. That would be... You'd be kind of weirded out. This is the I, this is the New York those people live in, and there there's just Moon Knight right there. Haven't you, you guys know? ever seen never a, seen a space? Haven't you guys ever seen an alien spaceship before or whatever? Oh yeah, that's right. That feeling, uh, but Moon Knight. So we'd be remiss not to talk about Moon Knight and Midnight, considering Midnight's whole reason for joining up with the Secret Empire is because he feels like Moon Knight abandoned him. This is like Red Hood vibes for me. Oh my like God. when I was reading all that stuff. It was seriously Red Hood to me for for just a little bit of it. Just the whole abandonment thing and, you know, going up against, you know, his uh, his mentor and things. It's so painful, the reasoning, though. Like, these people blew you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're willing yeah. to choose them. Yeah. <laughs> o- over your best and, bud. And yeah. literally, the, the Secret Empire person that killed him was number one. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with number one now. Well, Well, here's the thing. At the very end of, like, this whole arc... Uh, 
like after he got crushed and all that old well, spoilers after all that <laughs> stuff happened to him um moon knight was like like they apologized and they're like sorry moon knight you know he's just too far gone he's like it's all right didn't really know him that well anyways yeah what <laughs> you, you know what i'm talking about yes yeah. that's insane i was like what was the whole point of this thing <laughs> you know what was the whole point of this to hijack spider-man's book <laughs> for all of this i didn't really even know him that well even though he's my sidekick and we fought he's... side by side for many long nights but was it many long nights i don't think it was he very didn't say long. many long nights but he's moon Knight. <laughs> but, damn it but i don't think it was very very much i think it was a very short uh uh, training process or rehabilita- rehabilitation process is one of them because midnight was kind of evil for a bit and then or he was considering it He's- that was his sidekick though i don't even, i didn't even really know him that well i, know. <laughs> I let him I let him wear my costume for a while but we, we just hung out fought fought crime together you know he was my sidekick like you know people referred to him as that i was like yeah we're, you know, we're buddies we've you know pummeled people in the face together but i didn't really know him that well that's that is one of the things I actually wrote down that I didn't like about this was Midnight's reasoning because it is terrible. Or Moon Knights. More Moon Knights. Wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, so far, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not very impressed with Moon Knight through what I've read of this. And I think he's a cool character. Like he it's, looks cool. It's the Nova effect, isn't it? It probably <laughs> is. Like anything that's around Nova, I'm just like, oh God, really? Like Night Thrasher? Like, mm. Night Thrasher's terrible. I'm sorry. If there are Night Thrasher fans listening to this why? Which there isn't. Yeah. Why? Why would you be a Night Thrasher fan? There, there are plenty of other people to like. He's so one-dimensional. Although I did like the part where the other two heroes go back to their ladies, and he's just like smashing up a boxing arena or whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I picked up on that too. I'm like, oh, okay. Spider-Man's going to go relieve some stress. Moon Knight's going to go relieve some stress. And this is how Night Thrasher relieves it, even though Silhouette's like right there, like, hey, what's up, man? What's up with the name Silhouette? She. It's ter- they're it's, all their names. Midnight. We've got Silhouette, who's a stripper. We've got Thunderball, who's a porn star. I mean, what is going <laughs> no, on? No, it'd be Thunderballs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all terrible names. All of, like Darkhawk. Uh, I don't know. Call me Darkhawk. All right, as long as you call me Midnight. <laughs> but, oh, wait, wait, here. Talking about Thrasher, okay? Yeah. You know, we get later on into the, the issue. Sorry to cut you off, Brian. You're good. But uh, so they're they're looking for, you know, them all this time, okay? And then Thrasher's like, he's like, I've got uh, communicators in my helmet. And they're like, helmet? Communicators? And then he's like, well, do it, Thrasher. <laughs> But didn't he think that they had already turned it off or something? Like he was afraid they were jamming it. No, there was no mention okay. up until this point. Well, <laughs> maybe like, I read that. Yeah, into he's it. like, "Oh, by the way, guys, I, you know, I, I have this the whole time. We didn't really need to do all that stuff. A lot of people could have been saved. They could have. Yeah, uh, there was the there was the scene where was it Lynn who turns it off? Because there was the jammer going on. I can't remember if it was Lynn. It's never explained. Okay. I've got a conspiracy theory. Okay, let's okay. hear it. Oh, man. So they imply that it's Lynn who turns off the jammer or whatever. I want to believe that it's number seven. Because mm. number seven's trying to rise to power. You turn off that jammer, you get the whole thing chaos. Because that's the, that's the other story, is everybody wants to gain power through chaos in this. Yeah, they do. They, You know, I'd have to read it again, but maybe you're right. They never, you know... It's open to interpretation. Okay. Well, I will interpret it as 
it was number seven because it sounds more fun. And I did, of all the things, and it's cheesy and it's terrible, but I actually found them amusing when they would bicker about who should be the leader because... Yeah, they're like, this is like... I'm up for the promotion of all the things I've done, you know, go getting coffee and all that stuff. You know, I deserve this. Like th- this should be my spot. I thought that was funny. And then, uh, and then what's his name? The, the hunky beefy scientist you were talking about. That he kidnapped. Uh, he said, but while you guys are haggling over the politics of your little boys club, does anyone remember that we might have a whole gaggle of super guys on their way here? <laughs> That stuff was hilarious. I love that. So, like, this is what's confusing to me. They're all battling, like, saying they're the ones who should be the leader, right? Yeah. But literally, their number is a sign of their (laughs) rank. Mm -hmm. So if one is gone, then the highest ranking member is two. So two should then become the leader. But they just argue over and over about it. Was two even a big player in this? The only two I remember are three and seven. I remember three and seven a lot. I don't remember seeing two much. But either way, three would outrank Yeah, well, three's dead by the end. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) Here, sidebar real quick. Um, I think we're forgetting about one of the most important characters in this whole arc. And it is uh, Frenchie. Oh, it's I Moon had Knight. so many questions. It's Moon Knight's pilot. And it's like the most stereotypical... I mean, he's just French. Like, I don't even know his name. Like, they just call him Frenchy. Uh, I can't remember his name either. I even looked it up because I'm like, what the heck? Really? It, just Frenchy. That's like a term of endearment for him? Because they're like best friends? And... I just assumed that was his real name and it's Marvel. <laughs> no, no. That's like his, that's his nickname his that he just calls him. Like, hated themselves. And so they just named <laughs> yeah. him Frenchy. <laughs> I got my speech bubbles mixed up for a while, so I thought the accent was coming from Moon Knight in the cover, and I'm like, "What? How did he develop yeah, this?" Yeah, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going. That happened to me for a moment. Like it didn't go like panels long. I just I read it and I was like, "Where's that coming from?" So I had to follow the little point to to whoever was speaking. Like they even like spelled like out his his accent, like his yeah. his oh broken gosh. English. Uh-huh. Frenchie was. The unsung hero, right? Because he let Punisher get off the ship and go, you know. Hi, um, I don't think he did it on purpose. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna call it a conspiracy theory okay. that Frenchie was orchestrating all of this, and then he let Punisher go when he was supposed to be watching him, and uh, Punisher ends up getting into the the jet or the space whatever craft they had, and ends up back at their little the moon copter. Yeah, was it? No, no. I got some beef I, I with that. Know, it is not a copter. Why are they <laughs> calling it a copter? Because <laughs> Moonmobile sounds funny. Moonplane? I don't Moonwing? know. Moonwing? That's better than... <laughs> it's not a copter. Well, I mean, that's what it, that's what the, the ship even kind of like kind of like looked like. And I'm like, copter. I'm like reading it. I'm like, copter? I mean, I, I don't know what like classifies as a copter. I just imagine it being like just spinning around like blades. That's it. That's all. I, that's all I think of when I see copter. And maybe, maybe his, it used to be that way. And maybe they upgraded it. Maybe. And who knows? So then we get a whole lot of action when they're trying to break in. Or no, no. Sorry. Let me back up. Punisher takes on one of their disguises. Was it number three? Yeah. And he takes the. He kills number three and takes his. Got a question. Yep. Okay. So when he's sneaking up on him, he's holding his big old machete thing. How did he kill him with a knife? And there's not blood all over that costume. <laughs> Because killing is okay, blood is not. Because of the comics, you know, code authority. 
That is not true, even in this issue. (laughs) There is someone's head smashed against the wall, and in the background, you can see it in the next panel. That's very, very true. Good point. Okay. (laughs) Terrible decision by the artist. There there is something that that Moon Knight and uh, and Spider-Man say in the jet after they get the Punisher, like after they're all in there. Moon Knight's like, Frenchie, take us down, and Spider-Man goes... Yeah, we've got booties to kick. <laughs> <laughs> Have we skipped over the Seekers? A little was bit. That already? Yeah, yeah. That was the rooftop battle. Okay. The, I like the Seekers. You like them? I like them, yes. <laughs> whenever whenever <laughs> they whenever they showed know. up whenever they showed up they were like Team Rocket. Like they all said their <laughs> names and they kinda like posed. And I was just like, What is going on here? I really like okay, so I liked them at first because I liked the idea that these guys who have really great powers compared to the fighting we've seen so far their apparatuses uh, that they're doing it just for the money they go in they kick butt just enough to be a a hindrance and then they're gone yeah but they ruin it later and they bring in this whole story about the guys like kid dying from like pretending to be the human short and now if i get paid to do this then you know that's better too i guess (laughs) like uh, there was a point where uh Whatever his name is, I forget his name because he's so forgettable. It's the uh, he has like the wrecking ball, like for the arm. And oh yeah, I'm confused. But what is his power? Like his arm detaches from his body, I have no idea, and he can but, create a net. But somebody had destroyed it, and he goes, "Oh no, my wrecking ball!" <laughs> oh no, that's Thunderbolt later in the Thunderball, episode. Yeah. yeah, he's not in the Seekers. Yeah, no, well, he's not. He's part of uh, the wrecking crew. Mm-hmm. Which is why I keep mixing up the name too. Yeah, that's why I keep mixing them up too. Yeah, it's, it's, Thunderball's terrible. But okay, so you like the Seekers? I, they they are so random in that scene. Exactly, it's, like, <laughs> it's what it needed. It was getting repetitive. It really was. But it's like, how can we make this last longer? Let's throw in the Seekers. <laughs> this is like, a Spider-Man comic, by the way, guys. Was he in it? <laughs> yeah, I know. He, he I know. Uncle Ben was talked about, but was Spider-Man in it? Yeah, I know. S- Spider-Man says a line when the Seekers show up, and I would. I'm still like scratching my head. So scorecards, get your scorecards. Can't tell the players without a scorecard. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a, <laughs> what? I think I understand maybe a little bit like who are these guys? You know, I don't know who these guys are. I'll need something to help me know reference them. Know who's on which side. Because even reading it that first part, as soon as I went to the other panel, they were completely wiped from my mind. <laughs> like just had no idea. And then so when I saw them again, I was like, Oh, who are these guys? I haven't seen these guys before. Immediately forgot him again. <laughs> oh, no. I was waiting for them to come back the whole time. Oh, you were hoping? Uh-huh. Yeah. And Sonic says, bullets, Punisher. You bore me. That's I think that's what got me. Oh, Is that yeah. they could just easily take down the Punisher and... Yeah, he got yeah. the he got the crap kicked out of him. He did with the leech. <laughs> the leech. The <laughs> <laughs> leech takes him out. And then they used it later, didn't they? I think. But yeah, that's how they beat weakness. him at the end. Yeah. <laughs> his <laughs> only weakness. <laughs> So the Seekers, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sorry. That's why we I'm forgot sorry. about them when we were talking. Like, <laughs> because they were just there for some reason, you know? That's well, all right. Well, anybody out there who's also part of the Seeker fan club, I'm making a Facebook page. <laughs> Please do that. Hashtag <laughs> Seekers movie. Yes. Oh, my God. But uh, so Punisher sneaks through the whole place. He frees Nova, and then it's just Nova and Punisher fighting the majority of the Secret Empire for a while and holding their own. And then the heroes show up, and uh, they do battle. And then that's when what you were talking about earlier. Eventually, Lynn is revealed to be the cyborg. 
Uh, that's when everything goes insane. Midnight starts fighting her. That's when it goes insane. Sorry, it gets even more insane. <laughs> anyway, so they go into battle. They fight each other. And then um, Midnight ends up blasting the whole building down, I think is kind of how it works. Like, With a very, like, Samson-looking panel. Is That's what it made me think of. If you've ever seen a movie version of Samson, like, from the Bible. Yeah, I know. His little, yeah, standing I, with the I got pillars. The yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> The building starts to collapse, and then conveniently they're saving a bunch of people. Well, here's the just... thing. He, he forgets about everything. Like, why he's fighting these people, he forgets he's like this cyborg and all that stuff. Like, you know, that's he's just been at odds with all these other people. But whenever his, you know, scientist girlfriend is like, you know, more advanced than he is and her face falls off and all that, and he's just disgusted that she's like a machine or something like that, all of a sudden he has this humanity and remorse and uh and then all his focus or all his attention and focus is is pointed directly to her when you know all the guys are there they're like all right i guess we'll just save all these people while you're fighting each other which it's pretty much like everybody's dead at that point and except for a few i don't know i think i remember seeing like six or seven people maybe that they saved basically each person was able to carry out two and then at least we saved some yeah, yeah, they did save a few, uh, not many. And then I know uh, you guys probably hated it, but one thing I actually liked was them like saying, you know, that they're dead, and then they show their arms like locked together. I'm like what the crap? Not just that he <laughs> uses he just, their like, arms the to ground. batter his way out of the rubble. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, but at that point, he also had to rip their arms off as they're like holding each other, like you know, just. Embracing themselves, yeah, and then he's just like, "Oh, this will work," and just rips their arms off <laughs> to like make his way out. And he's like, "Don't worry, guys." He's like, "He's like, I'm already beat the shit, so you know, I'm just gonna surrender and explain how how I got out and all this stuff." And everybody's like, you know, or in Spider Man, he, he says something. He's like, "Yeah, that's that's the right that's the right thing to do. Just surrender." <laughs> oh no, he says, "Good, I'm beat." Like he just doesn't want to yeah, fight he's like, anymore. Oh, he's like, "I'm beat too." <laughs> Uh, that was that okay. That might have been the the best part of the whole thing. Well, no, I, I mean, yeah, that one's good. But then, like when Moon Knight's like, oh, I didn't even really know him that well. Anyways, <laughs> like, then what was the point of all six issues? <laughs> what is going on, Moon Knight? When he called him on his Avengers, you know, membership card. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, and then he left. Yeah. The, oh, mm, we're gonna get back to the membership okay. card. <laughs> Might as well do it now. Oh like, no, because I still got some stuff to say about oh, this finale. Then okay. Go right ahead. I don't think they're dead. We've what? already oh, yeah. shown that they can have their arms ripped off and be just fine. Oh. He ripped. I loved that scene, by the way. That was like my one moment with midnight that i'm like oh hey that's kind of fun where he just rips his own arm off because it's broken <laughs> well we'll see i didn't think about that either that's a that's a good point they're just machinery at yeah. this point so like they're you know stupid end you know possibly isn't there their stupid end it being comic books i kind of expect them not to be dead at this point yeah. but um but yeah, they i think they could be because they're cyborgs, so they're part human anyway. It's just some of them is mechanical. So, well, I think I think she said like it that she just she just replaced her entire self at that point, more or less. Like I feel like I I feel like that's pretty much what she was talking about because whatever his name is, that forgettable guy, Midnight. I was gonna say which one? There were a few. Uh, like he still has like he only has like his eyes and like half his face, and you know he's just like. You know, how could you do this to yourself? And he looks like Terminator, like he just got blown up or something. 
I don't know. When- well, that was his whole, like, his stuff wasn't optional because his body mm-hmm. was completely destroyed, but hers all Hers was. <laughs> hers, yeah, hers was completely intentional. She chose it for herself, and that's where he gets mad. He's like, why would you choose to do this to yourself? I had no choice. I was killed by the people who did this to you, and you still joined them. Well, here's the thing. He still joined them. So, like, uh, if he wanted to be better than that machine and he's so offended that she is a machine, maybe he could, like, his whole goal should have been, you know, I'm not going to let me being, you know, more machine affect my humanity. I don't know. It's just too much for this series. I think more of it was he may have been jealous because she's obviously got like better mechanics than he does and mm-hmm. this whole time he's been scared that cyborgs are gonna take over his, his spot. Yeah, gonna be better than him and now take his spot. And, yeah. and now, now it's a lady cyborg. It's a lady cyborg. And a girl is stronger than me? <laughs> she's got better tech than me? What? Well, it doesn't help that he thought she was like falling for him at the same time. Yeah, and then, but then when he when he's like, "You got better upgrades? What the <laughs> hell?" Also, how did those upgrades happen? Because wasn't Midnight like in captivity with the Avengers during this time? Like she made it sound like she was being upgraded like remotely. I well, she did. She did uh, come into the room at one point, and she's like <laughs> staggered and all that stuff, like she's drunk or something, and uh, and I just. You know, think before she walked in the room, she was just doing some minor upgrades to herself. Well, I think See, I took that more as she's really playing up the weak woman card to throw them all off oh, of yeah. her scent. That's <laughs> that too. That that's too. how I interpret it. But it could have been the maybe I just part. wanted to see more into it. You know? <laughs> okay. Like I'm reading all this stuff. I was like, oh, another pun. What? Who are these guys again? <laughs> like you know. And then I'm just like, I'm just. I'm searching for for meaning. <laughs> I want a Black Mirror spinoff episode where becoming a cyborg is the new version of like plastic surgery because there's a whole speech she does about this face will never age or it's the face of a god and all that stuff. I, I read I a, the future of plastic I, surgery. I read a great tweet where uh, a guy was like, "Yo, I bet the creator of Black Mirror like he gets high and he goes." <laughs> What if your mom ran on batteries? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened. <laughs> oh my God. Full disclosure, I've never seen any of Black Mirror, but I guess, I guess I need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that's Austin for those wondering. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, that basically sums up the whole, the whole storyline. Were there any other pieces that you wanted to discuss? We've skipped a lot of my we notes. Did. Yeah. We did. We did. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Let's find this Frenchie quote because i i still have no idea what this is saying and i'm not going to do the accent because i can't let me do, do that Please, you want to do it okay tell me where can it you, is. hold on hold on uh, dave can you do the accent in travis's voice oh no i don't know we'll do <laughs> however many takes Please, mama me, don't use the royal we on the frenchman remember what we did the royalty in our country <laughs> or i I just skipped that line. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, okay, I could look up what this is talking about because it seems like a cultural reference that I don't care about. But Well, he didn't yeah. say Jacques Le Bleu like, <laughs> or anything like that. I kind of wish he had. <laughs> okay. Were there other pieces that we skipped over that you wanted to discuss before yep. we close this up? Yep. Yep. We've got, yep. Me too. We've got that card. We've got that. Oh, yeah. And he's still a reserve Avenger at this point. He got his membership ID. See, this is how I picture it. See, working in an office now, sending people official documents, I feel like there's like a, a headquarters or whatever. There's like an 
there's some office workers at like you know whatever Avengers facility they're they're at like. All right, so we got your we got your paperwork in. It'll be you know seven to ten business days before you get your official Avengers card or reserve Avengers card, and like uh, and they just have this thing on them, like something that you put in their wallet. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, why don't you just like call Moon Knight or whatever? And he just kind of he just pulls out his card and is just like talking to him. He's like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, oh no, Midnight, he's alive. Uh, and then that. Um comes back to i guess there's a little joke later because he leaves it on when he's talking to him and he's with mj yeah and moon knight's like he like butt dialed him yeah. oh man <laughs> are you serious <laughs> oh i i say that oh my god so I, I, I and he's calling it he's first I've, of all I've got we, the quotes here if you'd like to read <laughs> oh i got them right here okay. so uh first of all before we get into this he's been calling moon knight moony this whole time <laughs> yeah and punisher punny Punny. Punny bunny at one point. Punny bunny, yeah, that's that's some good stuff. Um and so anyways, he calls uh he calls Peter on his uh his you know, reserve Avenger card video conference call thing. And uh oh my goodness. So MJ, they're waking up, they're in bed together. She's got that crazy nineties hair. She goes, Oh honey, not more spidey action so soon. He said, you weren't complaining about the Spidey action, you just... And then she said, another word, and you'll be sleeping on the couch for a month. When you, when you were asking Liz earlier about, you know, how did you feel about the, the women in this arc? <laughs> I've got a problem, because, I mean, she's just there. Like, she's the, the trophy wife and all that stuff. I mean, that just... MJ is so much... To me, she's so much more than that. And then, now she doesn't have this issue with, like... Peter, like, oh, he's running off and, like, doing all this stuff. Like, actually, like, putting her foot down, like, like in the last few issues. Like, uh, one of the uh, things when he just kind of skipped out, she's like, I don't know what could have dragged you off on the spur of the moment, but be careful, my darling. I think that's when he look at he split during dinner. She follows the line yeah. of clothes down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she, this she's means like, one of two things. Yeah. You're happy to see me, or you you swung out of here. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. And then uh, when Peter tried to, or when he was leaving uh, Aunt May's for the first time, she goes, "Want some company, Tiger?" He goes, "No, thanks, MJ. I really want to swing around by myself." And then he's like, "You can keep Aunt May company, and if her blood pressure gets too high, turn off the set." And it's like, really? That I she's mean, the trophy wife, okay with all of this? Well, she and then he like she just does whatever he says, like. I don't know. I got a problem. That's not how things should yeah, be. Yeah, like we talked about at the top of this, it's totally different than how she was in the previous. But also, it's like, it's very, I don't know. It It's a bad relationship, MJ. It's bad. Get out of there. <laughs> it is. She needs to run for the hills. What did you think, Liz? What uh, else? Yeah. Uh, and there's also that, very, well, I thought it was very cheesy, the whole walking down the sidewalk and they're like, MJ knows that her husband needs like silence oh, or yeah. something at this moment, which so. I thought was super controlling and crazy. It's like, I oh man, I was like reading this and I I just couldn't. It, it's a sign of the times, I guess. Whatever, but like, but like, how could we have a whole like story arc before? Now? Yeah, I know, I know. And then also, it's just Spider Man. You're not winning me over here. The more I'm reading about this stuff, I'm I'm kind of kind of disliking this. Yeah, he's he's treating your MJ terribly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if only she, if only she had me. She's she's just staying around for that Spidey stuff. Yeah, and Spidey <laughs> get all webbed up at night. Yeah. And all oh, that. 
<laughs> Must be something about it. All right. Final thoughts, you guys? Oh, oh wait, no. No. We need to talk about because I've got a PSA. Okay. Let's right. hear it. Let's hear so, it. So we talked about the scene where that whole conversation with MJ and Peter while Moon Knight is still on the other line. <laughs> All right. PSA for my, my fellow gamers out there. When you are playing some sort of multiplayer live action game and you're using a headset with a microphone, for the love of God, when your significant other comes in the room and you two start having sexy time talk, double check that your mic is turned off <laughs> before you continue. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? I feel like there's way more to this. I don't remember this in, the, in, the, in these, these issues. That's the, that's the moral of the story. Okay, so oh, it reminded you of gamers who... Don't turn off their headset. See, I, did, mm-hmm. I didn't get that at all from this. I don't know what's going on. Have <laughs> you read the same comic? What is? Let me see these notes. It's, it's a woman thing. You, you wouldn't get it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Hold on. We're, which which end were you on? We're just gonna Thank you for going. listening to Marvel Mythos, everybody. <laughs> Okay, I think that is an excellent way to end this one. Wait, hang on a second. Nope, nope, always. Dave has more. So, um, Nova, not a big fan of in this. He said jive, seriously. (laughs) Like, he said jive as he's, like, talking, like, flying around and stuff. Had issue with that. I was like, nobody talks like that. Nobody ever (laughs) talked like that. And then Moon Knight, he's supposed to be this dark, like, Batman-like figure. And then uh, he's like... But he's in white, dude. Is he really, like... Yeah, absolutely. And, uh... I'm not here. And uh, he, like, throws his thumb over his shoulder, and he's like, you know, Midnight and the rest of the guys are over there, you know, fighting. And he's like, we better hustle out to the copter. <laughs> Who talks like this? And and like we talked earlier, it's not a daggone copter. It's it's a plane. <laughs> it's, a, it's a plane. It's a plane. Uh, mm-hmm. Flown by Frenchie. Oh. <laughs> the unsung hero of these six issues. Who, oh, in case you didn't pick up on it, Frenchie likes Moon Knight. Oh, I missed that. Although there's mm, okay at the beginning of the first issue, there's a little bit where uh, Midnight says "as you wish" to number seven, and I just instantly knew that somewhere on Tumblr there is a Princess Bride theme slash fiction about number seven. Oh god, and- <laughs> there's a fan fiction Midnight. about number seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you write it? <laughs> oh, no, God, no. Were you, were you reading this? Was it inspired by your, you know, your sexy time talk, uh, talking on the headphones? Moving on. Are okay. we still reading the same <laughs> book? Did we get different homework? Uh, um, okay, Darkhawk at the beginning of this is this little, like, 16-year-old with an afro-ish looking hair. And yep. then the last, when he comes back in, he looks like he's... 30 and he's got like this crop top or well literally a crop like he's wearing a crop top shirt and i mean it was maybe the, maybe the comic aged him like reading this aged me yes okay any any final final thoughts this time uh, i hope the next uh series is less exposition god me too for sure i mean it was hard man it was, it was hard to to get through that there were some great one-liners don't get me wrong i still had a blast playing this um as we're uh recording this we're we're nearly on the eve of you know the spider-man game so you know just reading these are getting me more pumped up oh and speaking of which uh 
we I think you mentioned like uh, I think we mentioned last episode actually about Ben Riley. I can't wait to get to that stuff. Hmm. That's a, that's a little bit further ahead, but yeah. And speaking of what's coming up, um, we do have um, on the next Spider-Man episode we're going to be covering issues three fifty nine to three sixty three. If you want to read in advance before uh, the episode drops, Liz, where can they find you on social media? You can find me at um, Instagram and Twitter at Sparky Boy Fan. Dave, you can find me on Instagram at Embry David, Twitter Davy Jones Embry. And you can find me on Instagram at Marvel underscore Mythos and on Twitter at Marvel Mythos Pod. Also, I encourage you to check out our website, MarvelMythos.com, to see a full list of upcoming episodes and what we're going to be reading so that you can read ahead. As always, thank you for listening. There. Should be coming through now. So is it just this on the Russell special that you do? Yep. <laughs> That's, it's more than enough. I feel like it's a lot of time. It's proven to be just the right amount. Well, that's with Travis only doing the wrestle special every couple of weeks with you. Right. I'm going to uh, come up with a, a movie podcast. Bri- oh, yeah. yeah, Brian's never invited. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Fine. Wouldn't want to be on it anyway. What are, what are your... Oh, come on, Brian. Is this going to be a solo podcast? Yeah, I'll just... Uh, I'll, I'll talk all soft like it'll be like NPR it'll be like 4 a.m. <laughs> like a.m. radio you know what I mean like the sweaty balls bit or the no sweaty balls <laughs> I'll get I'll get sweaty like when I get more, more impassioned about the movies when I'm talking about it like sorry guys I'm so sweaty right now I'm trying to wipe off the mic <laughs> there might be a dip in audio <laughs> says we have 47 hours of this space available. Ooh, plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, were, we're the longest episode. We so. got to fill it up, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, leave my house, please. Leave my house. <laughs> Two days straight. Shuts the door. <laughs> what is your favorite band? Um, Actually, no, we're not going to do that. I need to get something <laughs> off my chest. Okay, so... I read through the end of Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. And I listened to your all's Uh-oh. episode. Uh-oh. Yeah. And I... I Thanos Quest or Infinity Gauntlet? All of the above. Okay. Well, no, not the Infinity. I don't know if you've recorded that yet. We did. But, okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I haven't heard that. Thanos is a big old man baby. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him in Thanos Quest, but as soon as the whole like mistress death relationship started going on, oh my god, he pisses so me off on. so it's much. It's a very so unhealthy <laughs> relationship. So hold on, you listen to Thanos Quest, mm-hmm. not Infinity Gauntlet. I didn't listen. I know I've read. I've read all of the above. Okay, but wait, I'm only wait till you hear mm-hmm. Infinity Gauntlet. Okay, wait yeah, till you hear Infinity mm-hmm. Gauntlet. Yep. Because after Thanos Quest, <laughs> it's one thing. Okay. But then after Infinity Gauntlet, it's oh, like, he's a man baby at the end of uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Something? Yeah. What's that? I only have like six pages here. Yeah, that's just this. I didn't give him my responses. Oh, so. okay. I yeah. was about to say. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. How many pages do you have? Fourteen. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> it's my re- it's my literal responses right now. <laughs> Got to think it out before I say it.